Hi friends, it's Meg Dahl and you're listening to Friends We Meet Reading, a book club podcast. Hi Kristen, I'm so excited to chat about where the forest meets the stars today because you're the person who got me to read this book. I wouldn't have read it if it wasn't for you. Yeah, and I'm so glad you liked it as much as I did because it does start out a kind of like, you're kind of like, what is this? Like, what is, what's going on? Like, it's, I don't know. It doesn't like start out as the type of book that I would typically read, but then once you read into it, you just love it. Yes, and we'll definitely get into the beginning and stuff like that, but you're on the podcast for the very first time in this episode and I definitely want you back again like we read so many of the same books and so it'd be fun to have you on multiple times as like a um, a regular co-host of the show. So I want our listeners to kind of get um, familiar with you and feel like they're your friends too, because that's what the show is all about. So if you want to tell everyone like a little bit about yourself, that would be awesome. Okay. Well, hi, my name's Kristen. Um, I work as a nurse. Um, I really like to read a lot in my spare time, obviously. <laughs> Um, and I have two dogs, um, Lily and Cooper. And I am really bad when someone asks me to describe I myself. You, I don't know what to say. I put you on the spot, but okay, you do read a lot. How many books are you at this year so far? Do you know? Um, I think I'm at 68 books so far. And like I had originally set my goal for the year to read 50 books. Um, and I passed that a little bit earlier in the year, so I changed it to 75. So I'm almost, I'm getting pretty close yeah. to hitting that goal. You're definitely close. Okay, so do you always read this many books? Like, I feel like this is, I know you're a reader and you love reading, but is this normal for you to read like this many books? Or is this year um, kind of like different in that way? I think like this year I just really kind of got back into reading um and just realized how much I love it um yeah yeah so this year like I feel the so same this is like more I think than I would typically read but yeah, yeah I like, just like kind of fell back in love with reading and I get excited to see like kind of new released books or like this book that we're talking about today like I just kind of found it and I, I was like browsing on Amazon just like thinking you know I just want to get a couple new books and I randomly came across this one kind of without a recommendation and like I read the synopsis and I was just like oh that sounds like kind of interesting um yeah yeah awesome so I'm kind of like you I obviously love reading and our years are kind of similar in the sense that like at the beginning of this year I set a goal for myself to read 24 books because last year I read 12 (laughs) and my goal last year was one a month I thought that was like such a good goal for me and it was actually like I had to work for those 12 last year and then I just read I think I'm on like my 50 first or 52nd book already so 
I already doubled my reading goal this year. And I'm just like, how did I do this when 12 books last year was such a challenge for me? So I love that we're both having big reading years. I love that so much. So tell everyone like maybe your favorite genres because I have a pretty good idea of what they are. Um, But I'm curious, like I just want our listeners to know so they can kind of feel like they know you a little bit better. Um, I found myself like recently reading a lot of like kind of like thriller, suspense, like mystery type of books. Um, I think that's probably what I read the most of. Um, but sometimes I like, you know, like a good memoir or like a biography or um, just, you know, to take a break from like the suspenseful books and read something a little bit lighter. Um so just kind of like general fiction, but I would say like kind of like thrillers are my top type of books that I read. Yeah, I was actually really surprised when I noticed how many thrillers you were reading. I was like, I just, I guess I wasn't really expecting that. Because yeah, I like I thrillers, like, I... but yeah, I just was kind of surprised at how many thrillers you were reading. Yeah, I just really like to, you know, try and like, figure out how they're going to turn out or like see if I can like guess the twist or whatever like I recently lent one of my like thriller books to my sister and like sometimes when I'm reading them with like a pencil I'll circle like clues or things that I think might be important later so when I went to like lend it to my sister I'm like oh my gosh I have to like erase all of the like clues or things that I've marked so that she can like go into this like not thinking like oh that's important or like not like giving it away by like having like written in a book okay I love that so much and now okay so where the forest meets the stars is not necessarily actually like the there were scary parts in this book and I was actually really surprised but now you and I have to read a thriller together and do it like cover it on the show because I think that would be really fun like I also really enjoy like the figuring out like what's going on that aspect of the book but yeah that's so funny that you circle it I love that so much yeah well I feel like where the forest meets the stars like I mean it's not necessarily like a a thriller but there is kind of like an element of like suspense and like you just want to know like how it turns out and like I mean I guess you would want to know that with any book but with this book there's just so many kind of like questions as you go along or things that you're questioning and um like yeah I, I feel like there is like a good element of suspense to this novel too and like I think that's why I really liked it so much, along with it just being an amazing book in general. Yeah. Okay. So I'll share, you kind of shared like that you didn't really know much about this book going into it and you kind of like randomly stumbled upon it. When I, like before I go into reading a book, I usually read like the very first sentence on Goodreads that's like describing the book so all I read was after the loss of her mother and her own battle with breast cancer and then I was like okay that's enough for me to know and I also saw your review and I believe your review was like speechless but and then something else like 
one of my favorite books or I love this book, something along those lines. And as soon as I saw your review, I was just like, okay, I'm in. Kristen's speechless. I need to read this. So yeah, I just think this conversation that we're going to have today is going to be so much fun. But you did mention, okay, at the beginning, we have to talk about the beginning because like I said, I went into this book knowing you like thrillers, also that you were speechless from this book. And then I read that first sentence about like the main character, like losing her mom, and she also battled breast cancer. And then just like very soon into the book they start like talking about aliens and I'm like what is happening I really was so confused so what were your thoughts when there's like Ursa comes in and starts claiming that she's an alien like I'm so curious what you first thought (laughs) yeah like I feel like I was really confused too and like I had read the whole kind of description about what the like book was about but it also, like, I don't read any sort of, like, fantasy books or, or anything like that. Like, I mean, I don't, like, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just not really a genre that I, like, read too much. And I just, like, I don't know. Like, uh, it was, at first I was like, this is so weird. And then as I read on, I'm like, is she actually an alien? Like, and she was very, like, very, very convincing. And I just like I don't even know how to like how to describe it um but yeah it was really confusing at first but um as the story unfolds like it actually like I'm like I'm like trying to figure out how to describe it like other than saying it was confusing but like it just fits in so well like like it makes story. sense yeah, yeah. So, okay, we were confused about the alien thing. Joanna and Gabriel, like, obviously, you know, they're kind of trying to get her to tell them the real truth, right? Like, they don't believe that she's an alien. But I feel like part of me, like, I remember reading the book being like, well, what if she is an actual alien? And, like, why are you guys, like constantly trying to get her to tell the truth like I guess I was absolutely sold that this was like a complete um fantasy novel at one point because I was just like okay clearly this little girl Ursa is an alien I had like were you that convinced that she was also an alien or what were your thoughts yeah like she's just like so adamant and like unwavering in her story that like you do start to believe her like I was like like when she's like come to earth to like and she has to like witness five miracles before she can go back to her like planet I guess like I was getting nervous because I was like oh she's like she's witnessing these miracles too fast so like as like the relationships with like Gabriel and Joanna are developing I'm like oh my gosh just slow down on the miracles like I want you to stay on earth longer like I was just 
yeah, she had me believing that she was an alien. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you brought up the miracles thing because I think it was it wasn't until she start talk started talking about the miracles that I was like, okay, this little girl's lying. You know, as convincing as her story is, like. I like how could she possibly be an alien but then when she brought the miracle thing in I was like wow she actually is from another planet so I was definitely convinced that she was a little alien (laughs) but okay maybe we could talk about like the characters so there were there were a lot of characters I guess but um what did you think of while we're on the topic of the little alien like what did you think of Ursa like I feel like I was kind of I was impressed by her like she just seemed like so intelligent for her age and just so like trying to think of the words to describe her like she was just you know like hopeful and just intel like smart and just very likable and I just found her like so kind of like fascinating how she like made up like kind of knowing the outcome of the book I like looking back I just find it like so fascinating of like the kind of the world that she created Um, But also, like, her knowledge, like, I just found her to be so intelligent. Like, she, when she was staying in Joanna's house, she was, like, reading, you know, the books on, like, her the birds and stuff. And she just, like, her just, like, desire to, like, kind of, like, explore the world around her and, like, learn new things um, was just really, like, I don't know, it was just really impressed by that yeah I think honestly I because of Ursa like I really did just love the book I thought the writing was beautiful but I just really loved her character and what she added to the book so I really liked Ursa and I loved how smart she was but also there was like so much innocence there too right um what about Joe or Joanna what what do we feel or what did you feel um towards her what do you think of her character I think that like she was someone who had like recently like been through a lot um and like just didn't know how to heal Mm-hmm. and you know like Ursa coming into the story I think was like you know they needed each other um so I just think she was like you know pretty like lonely and just I don't know she just needed to heal and she didn't know how to do it and she was like pretty closed off you know like very kind of I don't know um took things really seriously I guess like the best way I could describe it she just seemed really closed off so initially or I just don't think like she was a type of character because of her being so closed off at least this is what I felt like it wasn't one of those characters that I just really felt super connected with but I mean, knowing what she had all been through, like, it makes sense. And that's the way that she needed to be, you know, in the book. Um, What about Gabriel? I think that, like, um, like, his character development throughout the novel was really, like, I really liked his story. And 
like he was really closed off too but like I feel like his family was almost like enabling him to like remain the ways that he was um and like kind of holding him back um and just so to see him kind of like break break free from that and um like develop as a person was really yeah so like um, the enabling part like in the way that as soon as he like stayed in bed or maybe they noticed that he was like getting depressed or showing some signs around that and then all of a sudden his sister would come is that kind of what do you mean by enabling him think that it was like also like convenient for them to have him like there like helping his mom out and like when he started to like kind of hang out with Joanna and and Ursa like his family I don't know they were kind of disapproving of that at first and like I think that they were just used to their situation and like even though it was like a positive change for him um they were have they were having a difficult time with it even though it was a good thing yeah yeah so they were kind of like like keeping him where he was and not really like helping him grow yeah but I don't like I don't think it was all like kind of ill intentioned Mm -hmm. um like they were just worried that he was going to get hurt and and stuff like that they were holding him back and then yeah there was so there was Tabby she was kind of you know um an interesting character big personality what did you think about her and like how she kind of played a role in the book and the story. Um, I really liked her. Like I liked kind of the scenes where they were just like describing like how she interacted with like Ursa and just, you know, like the way that she like made her feel important and made her feel special and um, kind of like added a bit of like lightness to a lot of situations. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, she was cool. Um, okay, so any other characters you want to chat about or even like relationships between characters that kind of stood out to you or you think are worth talking about? Um, I think that like I when I read the book, I was just mostly focused on like their relationships with like with Ursa. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean that's something important to talk about like basically how Ursa just shows up and Joanna you know obviously is like telling her to go home and things like that but then ultimately she's like actually taking care of her and she's kind of being like the mom and ends up wanting to foster Ursa and so do you feel like that was like majorly because she had lost her mom like and stuff like that I'm not sure because it like I feel like that probably like is is relevant but like I also just feel like their relationship was so unique like throughout the book um it just was like um like Joanna was kind of so resistant at first to like even open up to Ursa at all and Ursa was just you know so persistent about being in her life um and I just thought it was like really special the way like 
Joanna took Ursa with her to, you know, look at the bird's nest and, um, and things like that. Yeah. I love those parts of the book too. What did you think about the relationship between Joanna and Gabriel? There are like some things that kind of stood out to me and I'm curious what you kind of felt about their relationship or even how that developed, you know, cause she kind of like initially, I think she kind of had some assumptions about Gabriel, right? And yeah. then he turned out to be like a totally different person than what she assumed him to be. And I think with all of her kind of the things that Joanna had gone through and her insecurities and stuff like that, and then Gabriel struggles with his mental health and stuff like that, it made for an interesting relationship between the two of them. Yeah, like I feel like they were both like pretty closed off and like there's almost no way that a relationship would have developed between them if it wasn't for Ursa. Like they were just both so set in their ways and closed off, like both for their own separate reasons that um yeah like I'm not sure there even would have been a relationship if it wasn't for like Ursa coming into their lives yeah yeah no I agree with that and he I mean as much as I really did love like the characters in this book and I totally understand the way they (laughs) why they were the way they were um I felt like at some points I kind of got so um maybe a little frustrated with Gabriel because he could seem like he was being so nice and so sweet to Joanna and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it was like like being like kind of mean or nasty towards her you know so yeah yeah, that was just something that I'm like whoa where is this coming from yeah I feel like I thought that same thing yeah um okay so I noted that it was only 100 pages in and I noticed that when they were in Effingham Ursa did not want to be there right like they stopped at this gas station and she did not want to be there so I feel like if I actually I was reading the library book but if I owned this book it would have been like that thing that you do where you circle and I was like okay there's something here there's a clue here like why does she not want to be there and you know how I said I was completely convinced that she was an alien when she started talking about the five miracles and stuff. But then all of a sudden, a hundred pages in, we're in Effingham. She doesn't want to be there. She's like clearly scared. Then all of a sudden I was like, okay, like she's not an alien. There's something about this place that she doesn't want to be here. I'm assuming you felt the same way. Did you notice that too? Yeah, I did that too. And then, but I think that like, if I'm like remembering right, um, like they just kind of thought she was being stubborn. Yeah. And no, like they didn't really read into like why she didn't want to be there. Yeah, Joanna was like, why is she being like this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But did you have, like, when you noticed that, I didn't have any, like, I really didn't have any predictions of what that could be. But like I said, that was a turning point for me where I was like, okay, she's clearly not an alien. There's something up with this place, but I didn't know what. 
did you start like piecing things together at that point or not really? Um, I didn't really know what, but I think I kind of thought like, you know, she, she might like fear being recognized by someone here. Like, and maybe that's why she didn't want to be here. Yeah. And then during, actually, I just remembered. So during all of this time, right, Joanna's constantly looking at the missing children's website and listings for missing children. So, and there's nothing coming up. And so that was kind of another one of those things that was kind of convincing us as the reader that like, okay, why isn't there a missing kids like thing out there for her? And it was kind of strengthening that idea that she was an alien. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she like did say that she like took over like a girl's body, like like a dead person, a dead girl's body is what she was saying. So like, it kind of makes you wonder like, okay, there wouldn't be like a missing report for like that. A dead person. Child because they had died. Um, So like, no one would be looking for her or like, kind of like that goes back to like when they stopped in that town it was just like oh is that where like the girl was from who's like like image that she's using and like so someone would recognize like the other girl right and then so you still think oh yeah she still could be an alien but she doesn't want like kind of like her physical form of this other like child recognized by you know Yeah, I truly don't even think I thought about that when I read that part. But you know what I was thinking in regards to like her taking over a dead girl's body was remember when, okay, there was like those headstones, like the tombstones at like that little grave place where Gabriel's mom and George were like having their affair. Remember that part? And I thought, like in my head, I was like, is she going to like start reading all of these headstones and start kind of like searching for these people? And I thought that maybe like one of the names on the headstones, like if she was like on Google searching all of these names, one of those people would turn out looking like what Ursa looks like. You know, and she would have taken their body. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen. So as we were talking about, we we knew there was something up with, like, Ursa not wanting to be in Effingham. And then come chapter 28, they're back in there. Gabriel's super persistent that they stop at this bar in Effingham. And... You know, Ursa's already kind of like resisting. She's super not wanting to go into this bar. And then there's the man in the bar. The vehicle starts following them. I was home alone reading this chapter, Kristen. And this is like one of those things that I had no idea this book had like a kind of this thriller type of like there was like scary parts in this book there's people breaking into the house they're shooting people and I had no idea this was part of the book and so anyways I read like chapter 28 chapter 29 like chapter 29s where 
they start breaking into the house and anyways I'm reading these chapters when I'm home alone I'm like oh my gosh I had no idea that the book was gonna take this turn and I remember texting Scott I'm like okay I read a super like scary chapter of my book please come home I'm so scared I just had no idea chapter about my book about an alien yeah like it went from me being like oh this is gonna be like some like fantasy book about this alien coming to witness five miracles to this like there's these guys breaking into their house I was so scared did you feel like were you kind of like caught off guard by that because I just felt like it took such a turn and I feel like that's where the book like really took a turn like the, the like shooting and stuff I was really like I don't know like I just was like okay this book just went from like whatever not zero to a hundred but like it just went from being like you know it just went off the rails really quickly there and um like I was just kind of like confused again as to like what is is happening and I feel like that's the part of the book where you realize that like you know there's a darker story behind like what has really happened to this girl yeah yeah so and like kind of what she's saying is like you know a trauma response to like what she's been through Mm -hmm. which I still cannot get over like I mean our minds are absolutely incredible but it's just um really amazing to to see like what her mind came up with in order to survive such a traumatic thing. So how do you feel about what actually happened to Ursa? Like it was not at all what I was expecting. That's for sure. No, it, it definitely wasn't like what I was expecting either. And um, like, yeah, it's just kind of so in, like, it was very sad, but also like so incredible the way that she like, kind of made up this entire world to protect herself and like when they did go to that town like you could kind of see it like waver with her not wanting to go like in the restaurant and stuff like that was like I feel like one of the first times where you really saw her kind of story like waver and um you know that there was like more to what happened to her Mm -hmm. yeah and then like the whole shooting happens at the house like on the farm and then the book starts taking place in the hospital and I just love like I this is another reason why I love Ursa like she was just so freaking stubborn I love that so much like she refused to talk to anyone unless they allowed her to talk to Joanna and I loved that Joanna had like that same kind of stubbornness right like she just sat in the hospital until they let her talk to Ursa and I loved that part like she was like I forget what they termed it but it was like some kind of sit out or like a stakeout at the hospital where she just like sat there and did not move until they were like all right crazy lady like come in talk to this girl because she's she only wants to talk to you so I loved how that kind of all played out yeah and I feel like a lot of it was like just kind of another example of like you know like we get that there's like policies in place for a reason 
but like also thinking about like what is best for Ursa like it's obviously not keeping her you know from Joanna he just kind of shows like the flaws in the system and like I don't know you get a bit frustrated by the system too because they are like you know our hands are tied with like where we place her like you're you know you're not like the best candidate for a foster home and like in this situation like I think that Joanna absolutely was the best thing for Ursa but like the kind of like the policies and stuff like with the hospital and the you know child services um like it was just like a frustrating part to like read through when you're like the solution like the best case scenario is right there and like there's just so many roadblocks yes I was like oh my gosh please just let her be with Joanna like it, that was definitely frustrating because it's like the child like that is what the child wants and it's not like some um very like like a not a safe environment right like this lady also wants to foster her so that was definitely frustrating but then there was two attempts I think of like getting Ursa to meet new foster families and Ursa was just not having in it and just making up these horrible stories and being super scary towards the foster family so I just again loved her determination that she was not going to take no for an answer I love that mm-hmm. yeah me too <laughs> she was just like scaring these foster families but um I guess like a big question when it comes to this book this is what I see a lot is like okay if this actually kind of happened I don't really want to say like if this happened in real life but if we were to just kind of look at what happened so Ursa escaping her life running away from um a really unsafe environment finding someone who she actually does want to stay with and then Joanna you know trying to get the police involved and she's not really getting help there right like the police really aren't Mm -hmm. like taking her seriously but they're also like that one police officer kind of like brought his own personal experience into it and was like oh no you don't want like to start using like the foster system that sort of thing and so Joanna starts actually taking care of her and a big question with this book and like book clubs and stuff is like should have Joanna like is that wrong of Joanna to do to like did she do something wrong is this something that she should have like received I don't know um punishment for I mean I on I do feel like she probably could have like tried harder to figure out like what was going on with this girl um but then like as like their relationship develops like you can see that she it's almost like she doesn't want to know like she would like she doesn't want to like lose Arthur or have her you know taken from her and like return home Ursa wasn't even really giving her an option yeah I mean I do feel like yeah she could have tried harder to figure out where she came from or like 
if the police weren't taking her seriously, she could have found another avenue. Um, I don't know. It's almost like it's a gray area because, yeah, technically, I guess she did do something wrong, but also she was like doing what was it like? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard question, but I just keep yeah. seeing this question come up. And I don't know. I guess while I was reading the book, I'm like, in my opinion, I'm like, she tried. Ursa wasn't really giving her an option. What else was she supposed yeah. to do? Right. And it's not like, like, I'm like teen Joanna, you know, she's like, I was providing like safety for this girl. I was feeding her. I was taking care of her and stuff. So I see no issues there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that like, it's, it's fine. Like it's fine. I mean, the law might think otherwise, <laughs> but like, I think that um, everything that, like, Joanna did, like, she did nothing, like, harmful to Elizabeth in any way. Exactly. Okay, so, and then what did you think about how the book ended? So she ends up, like, Joanna ends up being able to foster Ursa, and everyone just kind of, you know it's it's a happy ending I think what did you think of it I feel like I liked the way that it ended like it was kind of like the ideal ending for this book like when I kind of compared to what may have actually happened in real life I'm just I don't know if that would have been like a realistic (laughs) scenario in real life but I mean the book was just kind of it dealt with some serious themes of like you know like child abuse mental health cancer um but it was also like at the same time like very like magical um so I think it was the perfect ending like for the book um yeah maybe a a little bit unrealistic for like what may have played out like in real life but I mean, I was happy to see the book end that way. Yeah, me too. I had no like issues with it or, and it also, what I liked about it, even though it was kind of like this very ideal ending, right? Even with the girls, like Joanna and Tabby, um, like the landlord, like falling in love with her, like her ex and then them ending up getting the house. Like it was just kind of one of those endings that, everything kind of just fell into perfect place and I know that that doesn't usually or I shouldn't say usually but for a lot of readers I think when everything just like ties up in a super perfect bow um sometimes it's like uh people don't really like that some of the times I guess but I so agree with you. I think for this book, it was just like, I wouldn't have wanted it to end any other way. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, I did too. It was just like, I don't know, at the end of the book, like everyone like involved was, you know, changed for the better, like Joanna and Gabe and Ursa, like all of their lives were like in a better place than they were obviously at the beginning of the book and I don't know I feel like they deserved like a good ending yeah perfect um I have been dying to ask you this question and it might be hard for you to answer (laughs) because you literally said 
I am speechless after you read this book, but I'm so curious. Like, that's what my question is about. Like, I also love this book. I put it on my favorite shelf. I have thought about it so often since reading it, since finishing it, but I'm curious, like, what was it for you about this book that made you be like, wow, I am absolutely speechless over this book? Um, For me, I think it was, the revelation that like her entire world that she had created was like a response to a horrible trauma and like it was just like there were no sort of cracks in her story like she was so adamant that like this was her world up until you know you find out what really happened to her and it was just kind of it was so shocking like once you found out the true story um and it like all comes together I think that's what kind of made the book for me yeah no I agree and I think it's so impressive also that the author Glendy was able to really like write it in a way like write Ursa's um like trauma story kind of you know like the fictional world that she created she wrote about it in such a way that it was so convincing to whoever was reading it that you really didn't know like is this little girl a real alien or like you had no idea what that was all about you know so I think Mm -hmm. that was so cool how she was actually able to write it in a way that was so convincing I loved that um yeah okay so we kind of like recap the whole book is there anything else that stood out to you or you were wanting to talk about in regards to the book honestly I don't think so I just like for anyone who like hasn't read the book who happens to be listening to this it's just like you know give it a chance like it you will think it's weird and you will kind of wonder what you're reading but just give it a chance and keep reading because you'll love it when you get to the end yeah I remember when I got to the alien part I think you just so happened to text me and you were like oh yay you're reading the book like what are you thinking about it and I had told you where I was in the book and you're like I know it's weird just stick with it but like I said I had seen your five-star review and Kristen I honestly don't think that there has been a book that you read and gave like a five-star review to that I also have not loved myself. So I feel like we have like pretty consistent like overlap with our ratings, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like I can really trust your reviews. So I definitely stuck it out. And then Glendy, like the author, her writing is also really beautiful. And it's so impressive that this is like, this was her debut novel which is so wild yeah and I'm like very like stingy with my five star reviews like unless a book like really wows me like it has to be like something amazing for me to give it five stars like I have tons of books where I've given them like four and a half out of five but like a true five star book like really made me you know feel something and I actually I read one of the author's other books I think prior to reading this one um it was equally as good but I just like I love the author's writing style like she just describes things in a way where you are just fascinated but they're not 
over described I don't know if you've ever read a book where things are just described too much and it feels unnecessary but like just the way that everything's described in these books is just so kind of beautiful and perfect and I really do did enjoy her writing style throughout this book and um, the other one that I read was The Lights You Relieve. It was amazing. Also a five-star read. Um, and the author has another book that I haven't read yet that I'm really looking forward to reading. Yeah, I'll definitely have to read the others too. And I agree with you. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Like when an author can describe something so beautifully and sometimes it makes you like pause and you're just like, wow, like that was so beautiful. But then it's not like, I, what I call like overly flowery where it's just over the top descriptive and you're like okay this is just way too many words to describe this one thing <laughs> you know what I mean and it's just mm-hmm. constant packed on so I agree with you there something else we love to do on the show is do kind of like some dream casting where if you and I were <laughs> casting directors and we were casting some of the main roles in this show in this book if it was like being made into a movie or something like that I really love doing this. However, I will say right now that usually this comes very easy for me, but for some reason I definitely had, like I struggled doing that with this book for whatever reason, I'm not sure. But I did find someone for Ursa. uh, Yeah, my person that I um, like imagined while I was reading the book for Ursa just kind of came really easily to me um but I did I like thinking about it like I like for Joanna and Gabe like I don't feel like I pictured anyone kind of specific while I was reading um for them um but for Ursa um you want to tell me who yours is or do you want me to you tell, tell me I'm so curious because you said it someone came to you so quickly yeah yeah so when I like was reading the book um I kind of imagined Ursa being um the girl who plays Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter um her name's Ivana Lynch and like her character in Harry Potter is also kind of like little whimsical magical as well um so I like imagine her for Ursa I can see it for sure she would how old is she okay so she's actually my age okay well she's probably older now but I imagine her like at the age she was in like the Harry Potter movies I see what you're saying yeah so I kind of also like usually when I read a book I do kind of like dream cast while I'm reading but in this book I really didn't like there was no actors that really stood out to me and I was like oh this is who I'm going to picture for this role but Ursa's face like I had like this really clear picture of her although it wasn't like a specific person so then I start like okay I'm just gonna pretend to be like a casting director like imagine you know if I was casting Ursa and I just start doing some searching about like 
um, <laughs> some creepy Google searches, like young <laughs> female <laughs> actors, and um, don't judge, but it was for this podcast. And anyways, I come across this girl. She's um, a Canadian, like young actress. And as soon as I saw her face, I was like, this is exactly who I was picturing, but I did. It's so weird. I've never seen her before. So her name is Jada Grace, J-A-I-D-A Grace. And you have to look at her face. Like this is who I pictured for the Ursa role. However, with, um, yeah, Joanna and Gabriel, like Gabriel, obviously, you know, he was described with a really scruffy beard and stuff like that. So just kind of describe them how they were, uh, or just picture them how they were described. But this Jada Grace girl, if I, like, if this is ever made into a movie, I feel like she would be kind of perfect although she is 15 so she's not as young (laughs) as um (laughs) ursa in the book either yeah i just googled her and i can see i can see her as ursa too yeah Um, like her face she's she's so cute and like kind of like and like the hair the way it's described in the book like i don't know like i have have not apparently very many recent movies so I'm not really like up to date on who is like popular or famous right now because so like I feel like any character that I imagine is like someone from like an older movie or you know so that's why I like pictured like you know Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter yeah or like even like a like a young like L Fanning or kind of Dakota Fanning Fanning came to my mind too I was like okay if this was like 20 years ago Dakota Fanning would have been probably the best choice (laughs) yeah she she would like totally nail this role for sure and I kind of like I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Uptown Girls it's with like Brittany Murphy and Dakota Fanning and like Dakota Fanning character like she's a young child but she has like kind of been forced to grow up so like mature and adult for her age like that kind of reminded me of like you know Ursa's character like with her like intelligence and you know just being so self-sufficient um kind of also pictured like Dakota Fanning at that age I agree I also like that thought passed my mind as well I was like if we're gonna do this dream casting if I could rule back time, it would be 100% Dakota Fanning as the role of Ursa, but she's a little old to play Ursa now, but that's okay. Um, Well, this was fun, Kristen. I hope to have you back and chat more about books. I know, like I said before, we have so much overlap, so I hope we can do more of these. Yeah, definitely.